0: Yo, welcome to a special edition of the Speaker Geeker Podcast. I'm your host, Steve-O-Steve, and we in the building with G and Tommy T. I want to do something a little different with the intro today, because I want to make sure that we're introducing us every single time. So bear with me. I'm doing something different. Let me know if you enjoy it. He's going rogue. He's going rogue. (laughs) Uh Uh (laughs) I'm going off the rails, but I think (laughs) y'all are going to enjoy this. So what I want to do. In the new Speaker Giga Podcast introduction, man. I'm going to tell y'all exactly who we are. So, you are here with your boy, Steve OC. 10 years in the music industry. Real estate agent, mogul, whatever you want to call it. Out here, uh, music enthusiast, mentor. you all also here with G, the homie. Child uh, therapist. Also, an incredible lyricist, artist, yep. multiple years from the group acronym music producer as well, and you're here with Tummy T, creator, music enthusiast, <laughs> accountant. Yeah, yeah. And we are the Speaker Geeker Podcast. That's so, so happy nice. y'all out here with us today. We got a special episode. Of course, it's about Drake this week last week Kanye, this week Drake, we talking music people, so also you know of course we bringing you our top five records of the week with G and of course we got the news with Tommy T, yeah. so y'all checking us out on the 3Amp Media YouTube page, please please hit the bell, subscribe so they don't miss anything, anything we got going on um, also on your favorite podcast platform with it's Spotify Apple Music Anchor, or any other uh, other other uh, podcast platforms, please, please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. But today, we got a very special episode. So please, like it, share it, comment, and most importantly, enjoy it.
1: So, without further ado, how y'all week's been? Yeah. Be good. Absolutely. The week been good, man. Been a good week. <clears throat> Good man, I like it. I love it. That's week, what I'm talking about. The weeks about. be going by fast, man. It seems like it don't. It'd yeah. be like the weekend, and then it'd be like, damn, it's the week. Nah, right. <laughs> <man. laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for this uh, this uh, three day weekend, man. Definitely. Much needed. I can cut the grass tomorrow instead of today.
0: Yo, we had a whole conversation about. Grass cutting in my uh in my group chat. Like, soon as you hear somebody else fire up that lawnmower,
2: yeah, <laughs> else is,
0: like it's instant. It's like I gotta go out and cut my grass. Too. Yeah. I gotta right. get it done. You ain't gonna cut your grass and be looking nice in mine.
1: That's exactly mm-hmm. how it is. It
0: it's crazy. A competition. Yeah, it, it's the weirdest thing. It's like I at least gotta have it nice, mm-hmm. <laughs> trimmed up. <Yeah>. <laughs> and you gotta enjoy it. it's like ah, right, yeah, I need to go ahead. I don't want nobody reporting me, or any of that crap. Mm-hmm. So it's the it's the most interesting thing ever when it comes to cutting grass. Let us know um, if y'all listening. If it's the same with y'all, do y'all feel the same way? You hear that grass? You hear that lawnmower get to going? <laughs> yeah, everybody know. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Do you instantly be like, hold up? what they out there doing.
1: I guess I got to go get to it myself. Let me me see what I can do. Nah, man. Nah, I enjoy it though, man. I'm just glad to be able to cut my own grass. I think that's what it is. Still the newness of being a homeowner now, man. So, I think that's what it is. Uh, Other than that, man, the week uh, like shit, man. It's just been another week, man. September ninth month. Uh, somebody has a birthday or by the time this podcast come out she had a birthday man so congratulations steve yes yes happy birthday, birthday steve.
0: is monday <laughs> so uh she's a little under weather but we still gonna have cake and ice cream yeah
1: yeah <laughs> we see it like bro, we see it got cake from like I, I think it's the dopest thing in the world um if you guys don't know um, Lily was born on August 24th, and Zoe was born on uh, September, 6th. September 6th, so they're, like, right behind each other. Um, I think that's cool. Like, <laughs> it's awesome to me, so, um, yeah, man, so happy birthday to her. Yes, uh, happy birthday, man. Definitely,
0: definitely appreciate it. She running around has- Somewhere she was. Yeah, I'm sure she'll say thank you if she heard you.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gee, man, how's it how's it going around there in Houston, man? Y'all doing all right down there?
3: Yeah, man. It's uh, hot as it want to be, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, like y'all know, I've been wedding planning my ass off, so, but mm-hmm. uh, I got a little bit of a break because it's Labor Day weekend, and Allison back home in Memphis for the bridal shower, so it's just me and the dog. And that's why I'm in this joint today. Because I'm supposed <laughs> to be on break, but hey, I'm in this whole today.
2: Yeah, matter of fact, man. This is back to the pod,
0: man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we had full strength today,
2: but right, oh, right, yeah. right. full
1: strength. Man, welcome back to the pod, man. We gotta we gotta find out later in the podcast um, his thoughts on the, the Donda album too. Absolutely. We can do that. It's we can definitely do that. It's brief. Thoughts on
3: <laughs> no, it ain't <laughs> nothing like that, uh, that certified level boy shit. I ain't got nothing oh, like that. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So, and I mean, that's a perfect time, man, to drop in the top five. So, G, you ready? Yeah.
3: Yes, I am, man. We actually going to start it off and kick it off with with your uh top five, because that's how I got it arranged on the list, because you sent yours in first. So, go ahead. I'm going to... Um, I'm going to just say what the songs are, and then you go in and talk about them. And So oh, we got uh, perfect Blood on the Leaves from Kanye West's uh, Yeezus album. We got Off the Grid from Kanye West's Donda album. Then some kind of a way, we got a Drake song <laughs> on here, Poppy's home. And then we got um, Rick Ross' song, number one, off of the, uh, what's that, Teflon done. Yep. Then we got uh, Gotta Have It from Watch the Throne the album from Jay-Z and Kanye West go ahead
0: absolutely so <laughs> let's start with um let's start with blood on the leaves cuz that's the most uh recent song behind um got to have it from Watch the Throne that I listened to and it's the craziest thing cuz we we were having this discussion about Kanye and the darkness of the Donda album and kind of went through his catalog to see the switches the the, the different the growth of Kanye throughout everything and what we ended up getting to was we got stuck on blood of the leaf, um blood on the leaves. And so we mm. were riding, you know, me and the homies riding, uh, last night after, uh, being out at twin peaks, Shout out to twin peaks. I love going there. Um, mm. we was riding and we was like, let's listen to this record. Uh, and just kind of, you know, cause we love this record and, we know the history behind the actual song as yeah. far as uh, blood on the leaves a uh, strange fruit and this is why i enjoy kanye so much uh but at the same time this is why i have so much concern for kanye as well because listening back to that record i realized and i don't know and we all agreed in the car after listening to it we were like i was like wait a second Am I reaching or is Kanye talking about killing a female? And when we played it back and just broke it down, like, like from that first beginning to like the, where that intense, like doom, 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 doom comes in to even to the end. We was like, dude is just laid this out like completely. And I was like, oh my goodness. Because if you you know, "Strange Fruit," blood on the leaves is definitely the song. "Strange Fruit" was the hanging, lynching of black people. Yeah. And if you listen to to it, he says he talks about this woman in past tense. He talks about how I need to go clear my mind, and it's like calm. And then when he gets to a certain part of that, turns how aggressive he gets. It's like wait a second. So that record there is as and we really were talking about how genius the record was, but then we figured out like, Oh my goodness, he's talking about killing <laughs> killing this female or whoever was got on his nerves. So that's how we got on that. Um, and it, it, go back and listen to it and see if you get that same impression. Mm. Uh, but like I said, this is where, like, I love the genius of Kanye, but also um, I get concerned because there's at a point where we get to, um, what well, we get to a certain point after his mom dies that you kind of start to see the switch and then you get to watch the throne and you see another switch and then you get to to where we're at now and like Kanye's like definitely uh in a whole nother realm um and it's concerning too because we've seen a lot of artists and I I look at him as like a Painter, because you know Jay and them always talk about Bach and 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 they talk about uh, paintings and Louvre and thing. And I look at him as like, man, I'm scared for him where he's going. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it seems more like cries for help or like he's so much of a, of the genius. And I look at it as like, you know, that I'm, like I'm almost like the Kurt Cobain or, or all these other famous artists who uh, eventually like it didn't turn out well for them at the end of it because they were just like so wherever. So um, that's how we got on that um, because we were talking about the Donda album. That's how we get to um, Off The Grid, which is one of my favorite records because my goodness, that beat is so incredible. Uh, And everything on that record is so incredible, even though I will agree with a lot of folks that it seemed like it's drawn out at the end. but somebody brought up a point that I now see with the Donda album. I don't think the Dunda album was fully complete. Uh, because even now, I go back to that song and how it was drawn out and even how the verses were constructed, it seems not totally done. Like, one more thing had to be, <laughs> need to be done. I think that's what Tommy was alluding to. Now, I kind of think I hear what he was alluding to. Like, there was just something about it. Uh, but that doesn't take away from how amazing the music was so that's one of my favorite records off of Donda as well as a few others Um, and then after that we kind of we go into uh, Drake Poppy Home I'll be honest with y'all, I hated this song at first (laughs) Um, reason being and I figured out why I did um, because the whole discussion was like I right, see. Why, why don't you like this album? I need to understand. And shout out to my homeboy, Faye, because he uh, man, we, we love to talk about it. And he was like, I just got to understand. Um, but after we talked and then listening to Poppy's home a couple of times, I realized I just don't like the hook. But the song itself is fire. Like the beat and everything is fire. I just don't like the hook <laughs> for whatever mm-hmm. reason. I just hate the hook. But the song itself is amazing. Um, as well as a, a couple other tracks on there. Um, so that was probably one of my standout records on, um, on a certified lover boy. Um, and then we ended up getting to Ross, um, preferably because I think a lot of people don't talk about the Ross verse on the, uh, uh, is it no friends in the industry? that the one with Ross Wayne and, and, uh, Drake.
3: No, it's uh, you only live twice.
0: You only live twice. Yeah. Um, so we kind of got on that, but we also talked about, we just kind of got on how incredible Ross is. Uh, And then we talked about how amazing Teflon Dunn is. Even though a lot of people say and Rap is his classic, I think Teflon Dunn is his second classic because you can listen to that thing from front to back and it hits so hard. Every single record, the amazing uh production to... Um, everything that's in it and we kind of got on that subject because of Wale was kind of we was doing we we went everywhere with this because we was comparing Wale and how he is and how we would see him as he could be in such a better position of being great Mm -hmm. to where he is now and then we we got on all of that and You know, because we kind of were talking about Drake and the Wayne situation, and also talking about the Coles of the world, Kendrick, and then how Wale could be, should be where he's at, but we think because of, you know, how serious he takes himself or how he just seems like he doesn't enjoy the moment, it's probably staggering him because he worries too much about everyone else and what he's not getting. Um, And then, you know, ultimately led us to Ross. And that number one record is one of those records that's just, Man, you got Trey Songz and Diddy mm-hmm. on there that when Diddy was doing Diddy Dirty Money. And Trey Songz was in a... That's when you could get a Trey Songz feature and he could do no wrong. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
0: and now we like, where is Trey Songz? So uh, that's another record I don't think we talked much about off of Teflon Dunn. Um And then we get to Watch the Throne. And so we we went... So to make it full circle, we talk, we end up figuring out Uh, like some of the cadences and and, and melodies from Donda was actually from 808s and Heartbreaks, you know, uh, Fearless, like... uh, uh, You you can hear that in some of the records, and we figured out that he sampled himself on Donda, which to me is mind-blowing and incredible. Mm. Uh, And then Mm -hmm. we get from that, and of course we're talking about the elevation of Kanye, where everything started to seem to switch till till we got to here, and it was like Watch the Throne. And we looked at that as like Watch the Throne and Dark Twisted Fantasy seemed like two outliers in his uh like one-offs in his whole catalog right and but we listened to Watch the Throne and we and I was talking about how uh Kanye talked about stadium music so much and then cuz this is what he's been on for the last couple of years like this stadium music is loud and like you can't listen to these records with a regular speaker right and then we just started going through Watch the Throne and we realized like Watch the Throne is so freaking amazing. Like, I I feel like really is the like greatest album of all time. Mm. And we started talking about the process of them like literally locking themselves in a hotel room. How did they even get to this point of like the beats and all of that? And we went through all of that and like got what you need, uh, just seemed like one of them tracks where they were in their bag, like they were coming right after each other. It was just amazing, like just incredible. So that, uh, yeah, that rounds out my top five for the week. Um, of course, I listen to other albums, but we ain't gonna get into that. But that's how I got to all to those tracks there.
2: <laughs>
0: there you go. And just just had all that. Uh, became you know became my top five for the week. Cool. It was a total different li- list at first.
2: <laughs>
0: when did you make your switches? When did you uh t- change it up? Literally all that was um today last night. <laughs> okay. Yeah today and last night. And I, it, it all happened last night. Yeah. And that's how they ended up being those today.
3: Cool. I like I like the the narrative that you just gave us for that adventure through your music uh for the week. Um, I do want to call back to uh the Wale because I got a, a Wale song on the list for this week. Um gotcha. so like I ain't I didn't send it to y'all. I should have sent it to y'all, my bad y'all. But um <clears throat> a song that I got on there is it's called Down South. And so it's Wale featuring um Yellow Beezy and Maxo Cream. And then the second song I got is Fair Trade from the Drake album from Certified Lover Boy, and that's featuring Travis Scott, and then you got Fountains featuring somebody named Tim's, I think, um, from the Drake album. And then, uh, there's a lady named little Sims. she got a song called Rolling Stone from her album. Uh, what is it? Sometimes I might be introvert, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And then I got a song from YG Tut. Do y'all know who YG Tut is? He's from Chattanooga. Um, yeah. and so he got a song out called wealth. I really like that joint. Um, And then I got I got an extra one. I got an honorable mention, and it's uh, it's heart attack from Dave. I still was playing that fucking Dave album. (laughs) Dave is fucking amazing. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Like speaking of that, like sampling yourself that you were talking about with Kanye. Like I noticed that a couple of times in Dave's albums. Like he's got those two albums, Psycho Drama, and then uh, We're All Alone in This Together, and Uh, he got. I think it's maybe two or three lines in there where he like does a callback to like something that he did in the first album, like literally a line. Um, cause it's one line from psychodrama on one of the songs that he was talking about. Um, And I thought it was a cold ass line too. Cause he said, I got 99 out of a hundred marks in class on my English questions. I do this. I get the same if I did it again, cause I still don't know the definition of resting. And then like he come back on the next album and he like, No, I lied. Actually, it was 98 because I don't know this definition either. And I was like, this nigga cold. Like, I love this shit. (laughs) I love when folks do that shit. Like, give you the payoff for being like an extended listener and shit. Um, But yeah, that's that's my five or six for this week. And so, like, down south, I just, it was something that I saw on the list, uh, the Wale song. I saw that on a list of like, it came up, I think, on Twitter or Instagram. And it was like an article and it was like, the best songs of 2021 so far. And I saw Wale on there and I was like, what the fuck? I ain't heard shit about Wale like mm-hmm. all year. And so mm-hmm. I listened to that song and it samples, uh, still tipping, <clears throat> which is perfect because yellow Beezy and Max O'Cream, both of them from Texas, uh, yellow Beezy being from Dallas. And then Max O'Krean being from Houston. And so they all kind of just going through their thing on there. Um, then you got fair trade, which is of the Drake album. We'll talk more about that later. I just thought that was like my favorite beat on the album. And then you got fountains, uh, which was also from the Drake album. I like that one because it made me like start grooving and dancing and shit. And I was like, nigga, this shit hard. Um, Rolling Stone from Little Sims. I haven't finished her album yet, but I'm a a fan of Little Sims. So I started her album yesterday and I got through probably half of it. And that was my favorite of the songs that I heard yesterday. That song is fucking cinematic as hell. Um, I mean, not song, that album is cinematic as hell. So like when you play it, it plays like you listening to, I don't know, a, a play or, or a movie or some shit because it's like you can hear the settings and all that kind of shit with the music that they using. It's crazy. And then that song Wealth from YG Tut. I got to YG Tuck because he's featured on one of them Isaiah Rashad songs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I I think it's Chad. Yeah, it's Chad. If I wasn't rapping, baby, I'd be still rapping. Say. Like that shit hard, bro. And I saw the video for that earlier this week and I was like, oh, that's what this nigga YG Tut looked like because I had I stumbled mm-hmm. upon him Years ago, I had listened to his album Preacher Son and I was like, all right, cool dude from Chattanooga. I fuck with him because he's Tennessee. And then when I saw him pop up on the Isaiah Rashad album, I was like, damn, I ain't heard this nigga in a while. And I just like how that man's voice sound like his voice cool as hell. It just is very it's very deep and kind of uh, kind of gritty. Yeah. It's, it's It's crazy. I was like, this shit is perfect, bro. But I listened to that wealth song because it was like a a two piece little, um, I guess, EP. It's called Black Beans. And then um, that was the second song on there. And it features, I want to say it's his dad, um, is a preacher. And um, he just kind of telling you about how to accumulate wealth. And then you got the last song Heart Attack from Dave. And this is just a fucking bar fest, bro. Like, they might rap for like seven <laughs> minutes. Well, it's just, it's fucking ridiculous. It's crazy. And he going the fuck in. And it's so weird to hear somebody from a different country, like, talk mm-hmm. about, like, street life, like, with a different accent and shit. Because it's like, yeah. I don't want to believe you because you said you got a <laughs> British accent but also listening to the shit you say I'm like this nigga not lying though <laughs> like, this shit is <laughs> this shit is real for him like this crazy as hell just listening to that man go about the shit and it's so open and honest the way that he's talking about it um i forgot what he said something about like some dude jumping into like jumping into a situation that didn't have shit to do with him and he was like for that like now the man can't do like leg presses at the gym and shit mm. because he'd been shot in his leg. I was like, God damn! Like yeah. these niggas <laughs> <it's> crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, these niggas <laughs> really crazy over there in fucking London. Um, but that's my top five plus one for the week, man. Um, jumping into Tommy, man, we got the artist alley, storytelling part one from Outcast off of the Kweemani album. Then we got Overnight Scenario from Rare Essence. Then we got Pocket Full of Stones from UGK. Travel die featuring Bun B we from Young Jeezy's uh Thug Motivation 101 album. And then we got Gangster Shit from Stank On Your Outcast. So we outcast heavy, man. We got two Outcast on yep. this joint. Man. Go ahead, Tommy. Um, tell us about it. <laughs> all right. So I, I got on my Outcast kick
1: uh, from, from last week because uh I think it was AC it was like 25 years or something Hell like yeah. that. So I got on my kick from there. And I don't know, man. Outkast is like one of my favorite groups. So yeah. it's like I listen to one outcast song, I'm going to have to listen to like 10 or 11 just to get it out of my system,
2: you know? I heard So,
1: so uh, the artist uh, storytelling, like we was talking about before we got started, man, that's probably the greatest storytelling song ever. Like the greatest story to be told on vinyl, mm-hmm. <laughs> period. Um, I just like the way it flowed and everything. And then, uh, gangster Shit, I just like that song. There's nothing prolific about it or anything like that. I just like it, you know? Um, I can play the game to it. I can go work out to it. I can damn cook to it. Um, (laughs) that is just a versatile song, man. And, uh... It's outcast. What else we got? Oh, overnight scenario. Um I don't know what, oh, the butt. The butt got me EU um song. <laughs> the butt got me uh, <laughs> uh got me to overnight scenario uh by rare essence. Um I think go-go music is I never understood why go-go music only was in DC. Like I, I was like, this type of music should have been, like, Like, how didn't it go nationwide? Yeah. You know, why is it just to this uh, one area? Because I was like, the go-go music of the past, like, EU is a down play part of, of go-go music. It's like go-go music, but, you know, um, different. But if you start listening to, like, real go-go music, like, it's crazy, man. It's It's a dope sound. And it's it's dope music. And I'm like, man, why didn't this go, you know, everywhere? So um Overnight Scenario was just one of those songs that like I picked the playlist and just let it ride. And it was like one of those songs that I just kept coming back to. Because yeah. I like the beat, I like the little pause that they did in the middle of it and everything. So um that's why I chose that one. Um, let's see, pocket full of stones is just an appreciation for UGK. Um, just straight up, I'm starting more and more to appreciate UGK. Um, actually, listening to their music and seeing how dope they actually were as a group. Because mm-hmm. when I started uh, like really listening to UGK and Bun B and, and PMC is when um, what was the last album before Bun B's solo album, Trill.
2: Uh.
1: Um. It wasn't
3: shit. Are you talking about the one with uh, what's the name on it? Um, (laughs) What's the name of that song? I got Bobby by the time with me by the key. What's the name of that song? um, Game belong to me. Is it on that
1: album?
2: I think so. (laughs) Hold on. I'm looking it up. It was uh, it was Dirty Money. It might have been. Because that one just called Underground Kings. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's
1: it. That's it. Underground Kings. Yeah. So, like, that's when I started, you know, like, really paying attention to uh, UGK because uh Dirty Money album came out. I think I was a freshman, sophomore in high school. So I was, like, not really into them. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't even believe that uh, Texas was the South. To to be completely honest, man, like South was South was Tennessee and below, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Like anything past that now, man. You ain't the South. You like Midwest or something. But you crossed that um, river. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But now uh I'm I'm really starting to appreciate uh UGK, Brumby and Pimp C's, um, um you know. Thing to the game to to rap and uh, contribution to rap and mean. everything they're doing, man. I, I think they're two dope artists together and separate. Um, what else we got? Oh, trap or die. Like, what can you say about that, man? <laughs> like, it's trap or die, man. <laughs> man, that's one of the hardest fucking songs right. ever. Yeah. Right, right. So <laughs> it's uh, I don't even know how I got there. I think I was just randomly listening to music. And like it just came on, I was like, "That's it. <laughs> that's gonna <laughs> cap my week." <laughs> yeah. But now, um, that's really gonna take me, uh, take me through my my five. I did want to bring up, um, like the big boy. Like I told you earlier, Greg, I'm waiting on Big Boy and uh, Sleeping Ground. Album to come out. it say it's coming soon, real soon. So yeah, I've been waiting, man. <laughs> they got yeah. some yeah. old
3: songs together car, right man. now. Yeah. Did, you,
1: did y'all hear a record that he dropped? Which one?
0: Which one? He got uh, like two or three of them. Yeah, I heard one of them. I put it in my top five, uh maybe two weeks ago.
3: Yeah, that's the one I heard. The one that you yeah. had put in there. Yeah, yeah. my that's
1: goodness. Big you boy was going in. Absolutely. Bro, it's it's like. Like, it's like you don't know how they're gonna be, you know, man. as a group, because they're, they're coming out as a group. It's just not a name to the group. It's Big Boy and Sleepy Holy Brown. Sleepy
2: Brown.
1: Yeah. But, um, like, those are two dope artists, man. And I it's oh, gonna be good. It's gonna be it's good. It's gonna be yeah. like a dope-ass
3: album, man. Yeah, because they've been working together for so long. A very long time. And like, when I saw, Big boy in concert, Sleepy Brown was right there with him like yeah. the whole time. Like, it was amazing, yeah. brother. The greatest
1: thing I ever saw was the Dungeon family come to one music fest. Man, I wish
3: I could have seen that, shit. <laughs> bro. Fuck it, up, bro. Just like... quit, <laughs> up, quit bragging. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. I tried yeah. to
3: throw my little brag in there. Like, yeah, that's our big boy in concert But no, I ain't <laughs> never seen Dungeon Family. So shut that Bro. shit.
2: <clears throat>
3: I mean,
1: everybody came yeah. out. They brought fucking like Ludacris came, T.I. came. Um, what's the big dude? God, what's his name? Bone Crusher. He came out. Yeah. Killer Mike was there. Um Outcast, uh, Sleepy Brown, um, Goody Mob, uh, what's his name? Cool Breeze? Mm-hmm. Cool Breeze. Think, yeah. I think he was there. Like, bro, it, it was like a, an amazing show, man. So yeah, I'ma get off my kick, man. That's my top five, man. Um yeah. for this week.
3: All right, all right. You ready to move into the news, man? Man,
1: yeah. Let's get it, man. I want to open this thing up with uh, Shakira Richards. Um, she's getting a lot of criticism about her show, uh, basically her sh- her her performance at the on the track this mm-hmm. season. Um, I, my personal um uh, opinion about her is I don't see anything wrong with what she's doing or how she does it, I am a big supporter of her. I'm just like, hey, the track, like you can say what you want to say, but you just got to back it up on the track. You know what I mean? <laughs> we seen what time she ran. She definitely is is there. Because once you run the time, one time, you can run it again. You know, you just got to work at it. I just think uh, they had different performance levels right now, man. You know, you got some people coming off the high of, a, of the Olympics, and she had to sit down for a month. So, yeah. Um, but I wanted to hear what you guys thought about the people's reactions to her because I know we haven't talked about this um, at all. But um, y'all thoughts on her as a as a you know athlete, and then everybody's reactions to her. This past weekend, I think she came in fourth in the two hundred. Um, against um, M Bomba. I don't know where she's from. I'm probably saying her name wrong. And Sharika Jackson, that's who came in first and second. And then uh, mm-hmm. Dina Asher Smith came in third. And then Shakari uh, Richards came in fourth. Um, yeah. What's y'all thoughts on that, man? How people
2: uh, I don't want to say they turned their back on them, but they was like, like basically was talking bad about her. I don't know, man. Like I kind of agree with you. Like just, just back it up, man. Do
3: your, yeah. do your fucking best. Go out yeah. there and run your fucking race. And maybe just chill out until you win. And then talk shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think uh I think everybody is the hero until they become the villain. Uh yeah. you live long enough. What is it? What is the saying? The hero lives long enough to become the become villain. The villain yeah. Um, I think this is what we're seeing where mm-hmm. realistically everybody knows what she can do. Yeah. Um but as soon as you don't, you know, you come in, you know, uh you don't hit that top spot, then is automatic judgment. And this is just what people do. Uh, but I agree with I agree with both of y'all as to one, you know, at this moment, whatever it is she's going through, get through it and get back to running. We know what you can do. You can run it again. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is I I really would love for – need her support system, uh, you know, to surround her, to, to get her through whatever, because this can go one of two ways. It can end up really bad, uh, or it can end up seeing a, a great comeback. So – let like just yeah. see what happened. And, and man, I, I really wish that we could, you know, I really wish people would not be so quick to uh discredit someone because they came in, you know, uh they're not short, winning. Short, <laughs> they're not winning at the moment, quick yeah. to completely, you know, discredit someone. I wish I, I really
1: would love it if, if we could start supporting people more often, you know. Yeah. Man, the, the crazy part about it is you gotta think of it two ways. One She's the leader of US sprints for women. Mm. Like, that's who we putting on the on the pedestal. If we had to put our money on an American, that's who we putting our money on, right? Because no other American is up here competing with these folks at all. So I'm, I'm talking about females, by the way. Um that's one. And then you have this three-headed monster from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Like. Elaine Thompson-Hara finna break to uh, break Flojo's record, that which has stood since 89, 90. You know what I'm saying? You got Shelly Ann Frazier, who has been sprinting and winning since 08.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? And, and Sharika Jackson is not even a shorthand sprinter. She's a 400 runner from yeah. Jamaica that's killing the game. Like, come on, man. Like we only have one and she got to be three of these speed demons. Come on, man. Like she has enough pressure on her th- for like us. We need to be like, hey, we support you. Do what you have to. You do your job. We're going to support you. And yeah. and everything else is is what it is. Man, this girl is 21 years old. Let's see what she's doing in the, the next Olympics in, in, in two, three years from now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just wanted to hear what y'all thought about that because I I loved, I watched the race and I was like, man, who she finna like it's it's almost like you can see it like with high schools, uh like the fast ninth grader that can't beat the senior yet. Mm-hmm. But you know when he becomes like a junior, he's gonna be like killing the field. That's how it is. That's how I look at her, even though you know she's grown and everything like that but I just look at the progression of her races. Like, mm-hmm. she's going to get better because, like, right now, she's taking a beating. She's taking a whooping. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me show you something. It's what the track people are saying. But her time to shine is coming, man. Big time. Um, next thing I want to bring up is uh, something that I think is near and dear to the Black community. But uh, the first thing I want to say is Shout out to Nia DeCosta. She is the first black female director to debut at the uh atop the U.S. box offices. Um, she directed the movie Candyman. Mm-hmm. It was a remake from the 92 movie Candyman. Um, two things about this, man. That's a that's a major feat. Um, I think they said her being the first. Um. Who is the the? I guess the the closest person before that was Ava DuVernay, mm-hmm. um with the Wrinkle in Time. It opened in at uh, number two in 2018. Uh, have you guys seen Candyman? Mm-mm, not yet. One or two? I've, I've never, seen never
3: seen the first
1: one. You never seen the first one, bro? It it messed me up. <laughs> That's, what I always hear. That's what people always it say. Be be like, it. Bro, like I can't say mm-hmm. it too many times, bruh. It was a it was a honestly, man, it was a black, it was a black person's uh scary movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I think they they I haven't seen the second one. I'm going to watch it one day, probably in the middle of the day. And with all the lights <laughs> on. <and such. laughs> but uh no nah, I think uh that's amazing. I'm glad that that happened that that movie that movie made fifty million um this is according to Wikipedia yeah has grossed fifty million dollars worldwide it opened uh august twenty seventh um the budget was twenty five million so
2: I'll take that as a million yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely>. any day
1: <laughs> um no, I just I just think uh that's something to be celebrated because I remember watching Candyman for the first time. And I was thinking to myself like a few weeks ago, like, why did my grandmama allow me to watch this scary ass movie? <laughs> 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 but uh I, nah, I just, just want to say congratulations to them and that movie. Um it's a black movie, so you know you gotta support yeah, it. Always. Um, let's see, what else we got? Uh <laughs> just bringing up some uh, some old news that me and Steve talked about last week. Bishop Sycamore docu-series is coming. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> Who the hell is Bishop Sycamore? Bishop Sycamore is this uh, high school team, or a made-up high school football team, that got on ESPN and got completely embarrassed. Okay. <laughs> what was the score, Steve? 58 to nothing. Yeah, it was like... 50 to nothing, 58 to nothing. Yeah. And uh,
0: the whole story behind it is how they swindled ESPN to showing the game when uh, technically they're like a, they're not, well, it says that they're an online school, but from what we've seen, it seems like they're actually a fake school.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> and they, they don't have any D1 players, anything. And they were pretty much playing grown men, out there on the football field and how they, uh, they is it IMG or AMG? Uh, the school. AMG. IMG. IMG. How IMG just
1: decimated and destroyed uh, uh,
0: these
2: grown men.
1: Now, let me tell you what IMG is about. IMG is a school that has, like, this is, it's a, it's a football training or athlete training campus, right? But it has to have a school there because these are kids and the kids need to go to school. But mm-hmm. your main focus is to train for for sports. Yeah. And so, yeah, football, they're they're winning. Like they're a top national ranked school. And uh this made up school had grown men getting beat by high schools. Yeah. By children. Um, I just want to read a quote uh, from one of the players, one of the former players. Um I think he tweeted this or something like that. For that month. And a half we were we was all sleeping on the floor. We had to go rob Myers, Kroger's, Walmart because that's the only way we can eat. Uh, his name is Aaron Boyd, um, bro. That's fucking sad.
2: Yeah, the story is crazy. I'm interested to see
1: um, this docuseries, series, and that's something that I really would watch because they was like the coach was like something that was wanted or something like like it's crazy, bro. Like the story behind this is crazy, um, so yeah, uh, Kevin Hart is supposed to be producing this docu series with uh, Heartbeat Productions. Um, so I'm interested to see when this come out. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, <laughs> let's see, Made in America Festival 2021 was live this weekend. I was, I called, uh, I think a big lotto. Her performance. I'm going to go back and watch everybody else's performance, though. Uh, Let's see. What else we got? Oh, this is the last thing I wanted to bring up uh, before we get into um, certified level boy. Andre 3000 releases statement on Drake leaking Kanye West collab, Life of the Party. Uh, Steve, did you listen to the song? Yes. And the song is amazing. (laughs) (laughs)
2: and
0: if there was ever a backfire this was it cause uh, a lot of people alluded in one of the records that uh, Drake put out there and I want to say it was the one with um, yeah it was the one uh, uh, with Ross, Drake and and Wayne where he says uh, your stuff was boo-boo no excuses Mm -hmm. And then we get this uh, I'm going to do air quotations leak of this song uh, (laughs) featuring Andre 3000 and completely backfired where everybody was like, this song is incredible. (laughs) So I heard the song uh, and you can clearly tell it's supposed to be on Donda uh, because you hear Andre 3000 mention Donda several times Mm -hmm. within his verse. And. Like it really makes you think, like, is this all a marketing employer? Are y'all certainly yeah. really
2: best friends, <laughs> friends?
0: <laughs> um, because the song is 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 amazing. And yeah, if this was ever a backfire, this was it. Because <laughs> yeah. that song is, it definitely got everybody talking um about Dunda again uh
1: with a uh, day after releasing Certified Lover Boy. So Yeah. Did, like my question is, how did first off, how did Drake get the song to like just release it? Um, like this is just interesting. Um, Three Sacks was like he hate that it was released that way. He was hoping mm-hmm. to be on Certified Lover Boy. He was hoping that that song was on Donda, and he's he's hoping that he can get on Kendrick's album. Mm-hmm. So it's like. He's hoping that he can still rap on these folks' album. And I'm like, man, just like y'all just let him have it. At this point, I feel like Three Stacks could pretty much do whatever he wanted to do on whoever album he wanted to be on. So <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> I don't think nobody would say no.
0: <laughs> At least I would. Three Stacks is such a humble dude to say. I hope I can get on the album. Like what? <laughs> <like,
2: laughs> that's that's, that's kind
0: of
3: ridiculous to even <laughs> read. That. Like you hope, nigga. What you hope? What? I want to know what the conversations <laughs> behind the scenes are to where he only hoping. It's like, yeah. who the fuck is like, nah, we don't need Andre. Like, who was saying this to you? <laughs> Nobody.
0: <laughs> Nobody's saying that. <laughs> like, what in the world? Like, you hope? Like, Kendra's probably like, wait, wait, he wants to be on the album? All right.
1: Like, let's make that happen.
2: Let's make you know, that right, happen.
1: Right. No, but uh, this, this song being released, it didn't change my mind about the Donda album at all. It's just like why wasn't this song on there yeah because this probably would have been the best song to me on there um and that's why I'm just, um I think a lot of people are
0: starting to think that is, it wasn't complete and maybe the whole little yeah. thing was tr- true mm-hmm. cuz it's like why isn't this on there at all like yeah. so I, I i don't know
3: i don't know yeah. it's, very, it's very peculiar if it mm. wasn't complete, because I know at the end of the song, like Kanye just kind of started like humming out and shit, and just kind of doing shit at the end, and mm-hmm. yeah, I can see that being a, a a product of it being an incomplete song. But like I was saying to Tommy earlier, if I was Kanye, like the part with Andre three thousand is is a complete thought. It's complete. It's good. It's perfect. It's nothing else that needs to be done to that. I would just literally humble myself and chop my to fuck off of that song and make that an interlude for the album. Like, just put that somewhere as like, and call it like uh, like letter to Andre's mom or some shit. And it's like, just leave it there. Let it, let it sit by itself because yeah. that would sit as like, okay, this is the reason why people are coming to this album. Like, I'm sure that would have got the streams even higher yeah. because niggas would have just kept revisiting it just over yeah. and over and over again. Just like, damn. Andre really went the fuck in with this damn story. Like, I mm. thought it was amazing, and I was really puzzled by the fact that it wasn't on there at all. I was like, "Why would this not be?
2: Right. <laughs> what are y'all?
3: Right. What kind of? Sh- what kind of other? Like, me and Tommy was talking. Like, where are the where are the rest of the the Andre three thousand songs that we never got to hear the Andre yeah. three thousand verses, like the lost <laughs> tapes of Andre three thousand. Like, where right. is that shit?" Because I don't even need another album now that I know that shit like this exists that. out here in the ether realm and shit. Like nigga, <laughs> just put all them hoes together and put them out as like the lost tapes and we'll be fine forever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. That should've go triple platinum. What's the what's the highest thing you can get? Diamond. 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 That should've go diamond in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> nigga wins so many Grammys off of that. They'll make up a category for him. (laughs) (laughs) Just give him another one, man. He deserves it. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, That's all I got for the news this week, man. If y'all got anything, go ahead and shoot it off. Um, That's what I had. That's what caught my eye this week. Uh, Nothing okay, cool. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hey, man, let's go on and get into this uh, Drake... Album certified lover boy, um, CLB. CLB, been waiting on it for a while now. Um, I'm gonna start the conversation off like this I think it's a better album than Donda,
2: <laughs> Steve. Like, I see this, Steve. Face like, nah, well,
0: <laughs> I th- I, me personally, I think. We all fell into the trap,
2: yeah,
0: of comparing the two albums. Of course, of like course. which one is supposedly better. And I, I there's another thing I came to the conclusion of yesterday. I was like, we don't need to compare these two albums, no. like at all. They just it's unnecessary shouldn't yeah. be compared. Period. Because then you're not able to enjoy either of them for what they're worth. Um, mm-hmm. So. I'm I'm just xing that out. Like <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna say who's better or what. I'm just gonna say I enjoyed uh, Donda and their record's own certified lover boy. that That's I you now what? Enjoy. So, <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that.
1: Okay. Yeah. Greg,
2: what you got?
1: hold on. Before we go any further. Pippa, Greg has a a I seen Greg notes. Greg has done his <laughs> his homework on this album. really <laughs> for? Greg man. has definitely done his homework on this album. Um, Greg, since it's your day back, man, uh, I feel like he's like Gucci man. First day out, <laughs> nah, I think did, bro. You seen the notes? It's like I've been hey,
3: locked up and shit. <laughs> what do your thing, man. We're gonna go off your lead, man. Man, right, okay. So first of all, I'll answer your question, man. Right? Like. This is it, it was it was a pretty decent album man like I think I agree with Steve as far as like comparisons of the albums I don't yeah. think they're supposed to be compared nah. honestly when you think of their albums in the past like they just don't really make the same kind of music not necessarily so it's not But their fans uh, overlap though Yeah their fans overlap but it's not the same music it's two different things that you're getting it's like going to see a, a action movie and a fucking mm-hmm. Thriller. No, like they're not necessarily the same thing. You it might be some people who go see thrillers who see action movies. Yeah. But they're not the same kind of movie. Nah. No, so, um, yeah, you gotta accept them for what they are. Mm-hmm. But as far as CLB, certified lover boy, man. Like, like you said, bro, I did a deep dive. <laughs> we are gonna do my whole deep dive on this motherfucker. But um, let's let's get into like favorite songs. So we're gonna we're gonna start with favorite songs. Right. Um, my favorite songs on the album, man. Because I got I got six favorite tracks, and then I got five skips. We're gonna talk about them skips in a minute. But first of all, let's talk about these favorite songs. So, like, my favorite songs on the album, I got um, Poppy's Home, and then I got that's number what's that? Poppy's Home was number two on the album. Mm-hmm. Then I got uh, Love All, that's featuring Jay Z. I like that song. And then we like Fair Trade featuring Mm -hmm. Travis Scott. And then um, No Friends in the Industry. That's been getting a lot of traction Uh, because he he shout out, like, they got the Memphis samples and that shit. That's Mm -hmm. not hard. And then 7 a.m. on Bridal Path. I like that song as well. And then the last one is Fountains uh, featuring Tim's. And it's like an island vibe track. Mm Steve, tell me some of your favorite, your favorite joints on the album. man.
0: Okay, man. Uh, favorite joints. Uh, Poppy's Home. Yeah. I do enjoy that record. Uh, I, I am iffy. Like I said, I'm iffy on the chorus. Yes. just, I don't know. Something about daddy's home is just the weird
3: <laughs> no. That is kind of weird, bro. I I yeah. never heard that Montel Jordan song before either. Um, so like hearing that shit, I was like, "What is going on here? What's going on?" <laughs> <And> then,
2: <laughs>
3: but I thought it was fucking perfect because then they brought uh they brought in Nicki Minaj at the end. And, you know, she was about everybody her fucking sons and shit. And I was like, that was fucking amazing. I'm like, I like how they did that and didn't like least list her as a feature. So mm-hmm. she was just, he was like, don't make me go get your mama and shit. And then she came in, I was like,
2: nigga. Yes. <laughs> it was perfect.
3: <laughs> I wanted a verse from a yeah, one it though. One yeah, it one was real definitely bad. perfect. I definitely caught that
0: and I really enjoyed how he did that. Yeah. Um from there, uh I have to go with uh Love All with Jay. I mean it's Jay. Mm-hmm. And and the and the track is amazing as well. Um fair trade. I love fair trade. Fair yeah. trade is hard. Mm-hmm. Uh I like Fair Trade more than I like Way Too Sexy. Uh, yes. And now I gotta get into Way Too Sexy because it's it's a middle track. It's not my favorite. Yeah. But it doesn't suck. It's in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I know this is favorite tracks, but I gotta mention it because it depends on where I'm at, if it's gonna be one of my favorite tracks. Once I looked at it, and this was another conversation of the vision of what it could be in the club Mm -hmm. bottles clean around a bunch of people showing off i was Mm -hmm. like okay i get the track um except for young thug you, you can cut it off when it gets to young thug uh and that's not because of young thug anything i just feel like this is future's track um i've really feel like this just could have been our future. Uh, mm. Future's part is where I enjoy the most. But when the beat is banging, future's going in, I just visualize once I got the vision of it's just a fun record in the club I was like, okay, I get it now. I mm. get it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I put that kind of in the middle because if I'm in the club and I hear this record, I'm going to have an amazing time. it goes with the flow of like yeah "Yeah, I'm that guy look at me you know Uh, so that's why I kind of that's why I kind of put Way Too Sexy in there um, as a favorite track but it just really depends on the area Um, from there there's a lot of skips for me until we get to uh, uh, No Friends in the Industry I do Mm -hmm. enjoy that record Um, and then there's Knife Talk I like it but I do feel it's not like I, I don't know if I'm trying to force myself to like because we get Project Pat and 21 Savage yeah. and which 21 Savage is doing this thing but I enjoy the record I think for just them too, so mm-hmm. it is a record that I know I'm going to go back to so it is a, a favorite record for me um, and then we have 7am and and Bridal Path what can I say uh, He just he just killed it He (laughs) really, really did. Um, And then from there, honestly, is a bunch of skips. I know I did a lot of talking about You Only Live Twice, but that is not a favorite song of mine. I feel like that song has been done so many times. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I'm not a big fan of that one. Uh, And then you get down to the remorse. I feel like I should like this record, but I think the beat doesn't pull me into it um, Mm -hmm. at all. So... It
1: kind of oh. makes you
0: want more. Yeah, it's like, if you take what he's doing on that record and put it on another beat, I, it would be one of my favorite tracks, yeah. but unfortunately, it it just doesn't touch me. So, uh, yeah. so for me, uh, those are my favorite tracks, which is Poppy's Home, Love All, Fair Trade, um, Depend on the Situation, Way Too Sexy, um, and No Friends in the Industry and 7 a.m. brighter path so uh yeah those are my favorite records there
2: okay
1: tell me what you got man i got uh girls want girls wow <laughs> <laughs> uh that's one of my favorites man love all of course um way too sexy is one of my favorites man like uh i didn't pay attention to it until you told us uh Allison was on it. I was like, "What is this song she talking about?" Because like, I just listened to the album. I didn't know the numbers or anything, so I went yeah. back and listened. I was like, "This song is hard." <laughs> I was like, "I really like this. Song. It's a groove. It's a, it's a, it's nice, man. You can bounce to it." Um, in too deep. That's what that's what we used to listen to with the uh, what is it? Uh, God with the bumpy get throw sample. Yeah, get throw. Oh my um, god. I like it, man. It's it's one it's one I'm gonna go to. You know, it made me smile. I felt like it's a it's a homage thing that more than anything else. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's see. Knife talk. No friends in the industry. 7 a.m. on a bridal path. Um, you only live twice. I always like that combination. You know, wherever I hear it, I like that. Like Rick Ross is probably one of my favorite rappers too. Mm. So on top of that, on top of Lil Wayne being on there, it's like, yeah, that's it's 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 dope to me. Um, I just have to mention this because uh, Greg ruined the song for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I'm Y two. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to it with a frown on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to it going because, like, when he said it, it was like I hadn't made it to it yet. Yeah. And when I listened to it, I already had a, I'm a sorry. idea of the song. No, it's I'm, cool. I'm sorry about that.
2: It's cool <laughs> because it's like I,
1: it's like I went back and listened to it again, and I was like, this song is it's not bad, it's not terrible, but I'm not a huge fan of it at all <laughs> but I laughed at myself like while listening to it like purposely listening to it because I was like Greg said it was a bad song <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just completely ruined it for me <laughs> man, but no sorry, uh, man. those are my those are my favorites man uh, outside of that I am Y2 but yeah I uh yeah Okay. I yeah. really just honestly go through it and just let it play. Yeah. All
3: right. Well, I'm finna uh ruin some shit because uh <laughs> we're going right into skips for the album, bro. Straight up. Go. We going Let's straight go. to skips. I'm finna ruin all of that bullshit y'all niggas talking. All right, so <laughs> girls want girls initially, straight up, skip coming out the gate. Get the That's fuck it. out of here, bro. Lil Baby's flow is great as usual. That nigga snapped. But other than that, Skip Session. Fuck that song. Um, Then we go into Way Too Sexy. Fat ass Skip. Get that shit the fuck out of here. (laughs) Please, please don't play this song around me, bro. The best part of that song is when Drake be like, okay, all right. That's fine. Okay, and then that's it. There's nothing <laughs> else good about that song. Everything about that song is horrible. Take that song and play it next to, because I got high expectations for Drake and Future. So yeah. think about Life is Good and how good yeah. that song is. Oh, play that song next to Life is Good and then tell me that's a good song. That shit sound like they didn't even try.
2: Like, it's not good at all. When you listen to them,
3: they mix differently and everything. Like, life is good. It sounds perfect, brother. Yeah. The drums hit you like they're supposed to. Way too sexy. It's just like, what the fuck is this shit? This was <laughs> leftovers from fucking, uh, <laughs> What a Time to Be Alive. It's what's the, what's for the, the young, young he What's the that? song he did? Uh, it's, it's like, do, 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 do. <sighs> I don't know what you're talking about.
1: You can't, uh, nah, it might be something else, man. Oh, you talking about, uh, Blame? Highlight Blink? highlight Blink, Yeah, mm. what about it? It's it's like I, that's how
3: I compared the two. Yeah, he was trying to he was trying to go for it. that vibe,
1: the
3: but with future and yeah. Young Thug, yeah. No, nah, my my criticism of that was just like it sounded like the music was trying to be grand, but it wasn't yeah. actually grand. Um, and then of course, skip that. Hoe. <laughs> then you got <clears throat> um, what is the next one? In too deep. What we was just talking about, and then yeah. Tommy gonna try to act like it's good. Nigga, yeah. why are you using Get Throat? <laughs> <dun, dun>, <laughs> <Ta, ta, ta. laughs> nigga, you supposed to
2: go <laughs> smoke some bitch. Like, that's how it's supposed to go
3: forever. You ain't never supposed to change that. Don't ever use this song ever in your life. I don't give a damn who you are. Please don't use that song ever again. Um, and then also, nigga. It, it switches a beat in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, like, it changes in the middle and then, for whatever reason, somebody thought it was a good idea to make Drake's vocals all ambient and, like, echoey and it just sounded like Travis Scott was too busy to be on this song. Like They just they was like, we gonna try it with you, Drake. We gonna try it with you. And it don't work. Please don't. Don't do that shit no more. Please don't. That shit garbage. <laughs> then you go down to the next song, Pipe Down. And uh, I don't even remember this song, honestly. Yeah. I can't remember what it sounds like, but my commentary on it is I wish we got rapping Drake on this beat yeah. instead of like singing Drake. Singing Drake, yeah. Um, then let's see, what's next? What else got one star for me? Uh, we don't get another one star until we get to fucking Kid, Cudi, and Drake. What the fuck is wrong with you, Tommy? I was trying to prepare your ass, bro. Like, that shit is not good. It doesn't sound good. I don't like their voices together at all. I was like, it sounds like y'all are competing to do the same thing on this song. And it's like, y'all can't both do the same thing on the song. It's, nigga, no. (laughs) Y'all are not a good match. Don't do that. And I don't like the beat neither. Um, I said, I said I said Kid Cuddy and Drake doesn't sound great to me. This is slick a mess. The music, the vocals, everything is clashing except for the drums. I want to hear the drums without the vocals and without any sense. Skip session. Like, get that <laughs> shit out of here, bro. Like it's it's not a good song. But those are my skips for the uh, for the album. So we got uh I M Y2. I don't even know what that stands for. I am y too. I gotta come up right, with something clever. Out. I gotta come up with something clever that's like a diss to that shit. I am Y2. Um, what else did I say? Uh pipe down, in too mm-hmm. deep, way too sexy, way too and girls want girls. Like all of those are skips for me. Uh let's get in, let's get into it, man. Steve. Mr. Right. Mr. I don't fuck with Drake himself. What's up? <laughs> all right.
0: For me skips i'm just gonna go i'm i'm all right i'm just going off the cup yeah uh the intro
2: champagne (laughs)
1: poetry
0: i'm not listening to
1: that
0: (laughs) hey i I see what he was trying to do but no skip it's too long it's drawn out and i was just like no 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 i don't i don't care about your poetry or champagne forget it this ain't champagne poetry, so that is definitely a skill for me. Uh, girls want girls, I agree. Skip, <laughs> skip, skip, skip. I feel like they just ran out of freaking choruses and hooks. Like I don't know, it just doesn't work. <laughs> like it's horrible. Mm, it's not good. Not at all. Um, in too deep. Instant skip sorry man instantly like soon as I heard that cause it's so iconic of a song yes. just like G said when you hear that doom 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 and then it just goes into whatever he did and I was like oh my goodness
2: I even wanted to <laughs> give it a chance
0: just because I was like and then to know that one's not even on the song yeah instant skip easy just absolutely yeah. easy um yeah but
3: Yeba's heartbeat.
2: Mm. Heartbreak,
0: yeah. Should have been on
3: here. That's what I was talking about. Kanye should have done with Andre's verse. Like yeah. they should have just had like a, a, a portion in there for him. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't think they had a place on this album either. You're right.
0: Yeah, it no. And I hate to say it it's super, it was just a super skip. Uh, cause the thing was I skipped in too deep, skipped, piped down.
2: Skipped
0: Damn. yeah it was heartbeat till that you know and then we get no friends in the industry and then knife talk like I said I just tried to enjoy it for, for 21 Savage it and, and Project Pack. Yeah,
2: because
0: I was really trying to get to 7 a.m. in bridal path. But then after that, <laughs> raised my mind, easy skip fountains. It just came on to Islandish. And I was like, I know Drake is going to change his stinking voice, so it was an instant skip. I was like, I'm not, I don't want it, I don't want it in my life, okay?
2: Damn. He did all
0: that London stuff, and I was like, nope, I don't want him <laughs> saying two shots to your head top. I don't want to hear that at all. So, so it was dead in the water <laughs> before it got to me. Damn. Uh, I didn't even uh, get along better. is, It's, it's I don't
2: know. It's, it's yeah, me. Remember remember it. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah no. hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but hey, hey, before you go on, get along better. My my commentary on that shit was like, go back and listen to that song and then imagine Jasmine Sullivan using that song.
0: I'ma do that. that. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. Cause That's
3: a song that should have been given to her, not Drake. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: I'm gonna make sure. Note it. I'm gonna go do that. Um I am Y2. Nah, bro. (laughs) I I agree with G. G said it perfectly because I didn't think about it at first, but he said it perfectly. It sounded like two people trying to do the exact same thing on the same song, and it did not work um, at all. But I feel like it's just give it to Kid Cudi. It might would have sound better, but this here, uh, I feel like Drake was trying to imitate Kid Cudi for whatever reason. and I felt like it might have been a slight to Kanye for some reason, because, you know, Kid Cudi is, is Kanye's guy. Uh, or at least he used to be. I don't know now. So that one there was like, nah, G was absolutely correct. <laughs> um, yeah. F and fans, instant skip. <laughs> Instantly. Like, I was like, wait, what? Nope by. Damn. Easily. <laughs> Easily. Um, the remorse. This is what my comment was in the group. Mm-hmm. The remorse is definitely skippable. <laughs> it has skip <laughs> potential. All right? <laughs> but like I said before, I, I was like, if you just take these verses and put it on a different beat, I would enjoy it. But I, yeah. it definitely has skip potential. So it would just be me First forcing myself to it at some point. So, yeah. yeah, those are my skips. which sound like majority of the album. It was like a lot of skips.
3: In a row, Everything he
0: sung on,
3: I skipped. Damn. I was like, I was like, yeah. no, bro. So you're not here for singing Drake, and you're not here for Allen slash uh, London accent Drake.
0: I am if it's like one dance. Okay. Like that was a, anyone. That was my record. Okay. Hey, and even Hotline Bling to a certain extent, but Hotline Bling is kind of islandly, but not really. Yeah. yeah. But when it's like too strong, and you're like, uh, like the like when he did the whole London accent, you know, he went over there and did all that. Yeah. I couldn't take it. I just couldn't. No. <laughs> yeah. So I may have to go back and, and try to put myself in a, in a different mind state to get through it. Uh, but then that I was just it was just too strong for me. I was like, no, I just no. I feel it. Tell,
3: tell me, you go back. Tell me what you got, man? What what's some of your skills for this? Oh uh, that's what I'm trying to figure
1: out right oh, now. Shit, because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, for me, it's like, man, I like I'm most of the time listening to it while I'm doing something, right? Gotcha, um, and it's only the songs that I was like my favorite are the songs that stood out while I was listening to it when I was doing whatever I was doing. Yeah. The other ones were like, when he's singing, like it gets on my nerves. Like it's not that he doesn't sound good. It's just, I would rather him rap because mm-hmm. I think he's a better rapper than he is a be- as a singer, you That's know? Um, but it's it's like those songs, like I kind of like, Go somewhere else on the songs that he's singing about. <laughs> like the the fact that the Ty Dollar Sign is on here, and I'm like, "Damn, Ty Dollar Sign is on here." That's that's a skippable song. What song was that? Let's get along better. Yeah, yeah. that's a skippable song. Um, fountains is a skippable song to me.
3: Damn, bro, I hate no fountains, bro.
1: It's not that I'm hating on it; it's just like I, it didn't stand out. Bro, at all. to to not like it.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not. It's not that I it's like. Okay, okay. Let me, let me rephrase my skippable song. It's not that I don't like these songs. It's like I go somewhere else. Yes. Like I, I completely stop listening to it. <laughs> that um, sounds bad. It does. <laughs> oh it does. But it, I'm trying to make it sound better than, but, not liking it. But anyway, I'm Y2 is a skippable song. Um, okay. Let me see what else. I don't remember TSU, so I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it. Mm. Um, that's really all I got, man. I yeah. really enjoyed this album, man. It's 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 surprising. It always surprises me how much I like a Drake album because I know he sings in a lot of the songs.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and I do not like Drake singing. You know, at all. But um yeah, that's all I got for skippable the skippable songs.
2: Well I'm remorse, I wish it, like
1: the remorse is like like I'm with Steve on it's skippable, but for me the way I'm looking at it is that's how I know the, the album is over and I can't skip it most of the time, you know, just because it's like nothing else to go to, you just go back to the top. But um mm. the remorse makes me long for something should have been here instead of this song. Like this shouldn't have been the last song on the album, you know, to feel like you completed this album. Like give it give an outro or something like that, but the remorse yeah.
3: is not a good song to end the album on, I don't think. Y'all saying that about remorse makes me think about like some of Drake's previous albums. Um and honestly, I can't tell you one song that was like his outro song. Um, that like I'm like, oh yeah, he did a good job closing this album out. Like he not one of them like people Mm -hmm. that closes an album very well, honestly. Mm -mm. When I I think about his his outros and stuff, I'm like, damn, what the fuck does he do? Like I can (laughs) tell you what Kendrick does because Kendrick normally is wrapping up the album to like bring you back to the beginning of how it started. Like his song's kind of circular, like his stuff kind of does this. Um, but I don't, I can't think of that with you know, it's kind
1: of like the
3: not that old just put you put you be like all right bye yeah it's not <laughs> like the, uh, the old format either of like a bunch of cool songs and stuff and then like the last one is like the heartfelt song either yeah. that's how people used to end cds as well it's like mm. it'll be like the last one is uh what like big brother on uh graduation yeah it's like okay this is the, the touching song or like uh, Mike Jones album. He got a a song where he dedicated it to his grandma. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. grandma. He's like, okay, I know what you're doing now. We end this, job. That's it.
2: No,
3: nah, uh, I, I haven't uh, seen that from Drake. Yeah, yeah. How
1: yeah. did you I, say I, that, I man? It's, it's it's like you brought up how Kendrick takes you around. Mm-hmm. It's like Drake's albums just kind of like it's a it's a hodgepodge of songs that I have. In Mm -hmm. no particular order, no kind of theme to anything. It's just here I go,
2: you know. And I think, oh, uh, go ahead, no, go go ahead,
0: ahead, go ahead. I was just looking through his catalog because we said I think the closest he got to doing that is when he had an actual outro on "So Far Gone," and then the album actually ended with "Congratulations," and then after that. You know, we're looking at the last song from every album. Well, Thank Me Later, I think he did that as well. He ended it with, no, he ended it with Best I Ever Had. That ain't really an ending song. So, yeah, I would think Thank Me Now would have been the end. Actually, Thank Me Now should have been the ending of that one. It would have felt better. Uh, And then he put Best I Ever Had right after it, which was kind of weird now that we bring it up. Mm -hmm. And then if you look at... um, Take Care, which I think is one of his better albums. Hey, Sleeping, well, that's the bonus track. But the motto is like, Mm -hmm. but that's a bonus track, too. So the ride is actually the last track. Uh, So, yeah, I don't. Yeah, he just I wonder what his thought process is, because all me is the last track on nothing was the same. And yeah, it's, it's very weird. Mm hmm. Huh. Yeah, I wonder what the thought process is when he's like ending it. Does it, I don't
1: That's know. That's crazy, man. That's crazy to think that. Um, I personally never thought about this, but how a person ends their song or ends their album. I didn't <laughs> think about this until like yesterday. I think I was listening to it. And I was like, I hate the way this ends. <laughs> like, like it, it really ends with me wanting something other than this to end the album and I never thought about that until yesterday
3: yeah um, crazy I'm gonna jump back right quick to uh, go ahead, go ahead. TSU because you said like you can't remember what the song was um, that song I can't remember what the song is either I just remember it has a, a like an OG Ron C intro on it. Yeah. I guess I guess somewhere in the middle of this album, Drake was like, I'm, I'm finna tell people that I have affiliations in these different cities in the United States of America. And so he had a moment where he was like, I fuck with Houston. And then he had a moment that was like, I fuck with Memphis. And it's like, I don't know why he didn't execute that section better. Because yeah. even what you were saying, um, Steve, about like the Song Knife Toe. I want to like that song so bad. I really do. Like, it starts off with Project Pat, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. And then it's got 21 Savage on it as well, which they have worked together before on 21 mm-hmm. Savage's album. And I'm like, this is a decent pairing. Um, and then they got like the Metro Boom and Beat. But in my opinion, first of all, they got the wrong damn Metro Boom and Beat because <laughs> they don't, <laughs> I don't think it does what it's supposed to do. Especially for somebody whose voice is like it's striking as Project Pet. It yeah. works, it works better for for uh 21 Savage because he got like more of a reserve type of delivery. But like Project Pet is in your face with everything he say. Like, I'm about to click on this bitch, cause she need to learn me. Like that nigga is like right there in your face, even when he first yeah. get on the track. And so it kind of seemed like they wanted to make it work, but it didn't, they didn't know how to make make it work. Um but I had a, a question that had came up and I can't remember what the fuck it was when mm-hmm. y'all was talking about something a second ago. And I can't really remember what my concern was there. I done lost it like a junk, man. Mm. Uh um, so we're
0: talking about uh how he ended the how he doesn't end the album well. And, and see if we can draw the memory. Uh,
2: uh, shoot, dang. I don't know what we were
3: talking about. We were talking about something like before that, right before we got to how he ended the album because y'all were talking about the remorse and I agree with y'all that like that is just not the way to end that album. And also Mm -hmm. it's just, it's very safe, honestly. It's very safe. It sounds like regular Drake, what I expect from him. Um, Just kind of a moody sounding song with him just kind of rapping. And that's I think it's that song and Champagne poetry where he kind of uses that champagne poetry, the remorse, and um 7 a.m. on bridal path. Drake has a particular fucking flow that he uses when he's about to say, I'm finna rap now. Like you hear it on uh Pound Cake with Jay-Z, mm-hmm. you hear it on a bunch of fucking songs. It's kind of like Wale. Wale got a, a specific flow that he uses as well. I can't think of what it is right now off the top of my head, but he got a very specific flow that he likes to use. Um, And then Drake, it's like, when he say, I'm finna rap, you know he finna rap because you start hearing that shit. Like he take the first beat, the first beat, he don't say nothing. And then like the second beat. So like in a four beat measure, it's like do, 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 do. And like, he come in on the second one, say his shit, kind of rush it out. Say his shit, kind of rush it out. Say his shit, kind of rush it out. And then like give you that pause so that his punchline can hit right there. And it's like, that's his formula for rapping. And it, it works. It works well, but it's just like, we know this shit, bro. Like, I know, know when to expect you to say something you think is dope. <laughs> Every single time you're going to say it, bro. I don't know what it's going to be necessarily, but I know what you th- where you think that's the spot. Yeah. Um, it's, it's crazy, bro. But that's what my question was. Okay. Or not question. That was my uh, commentary. So I've heard, Steve, I've heard you say this before, I think. Um, where it's like it's hard to put drake into like the conversations about like the best rapper and like yeah. listening to this fucking album i 100 percent understand now and it's because like this nigga does not rap enough yeah at all like yeah. this nigga does not rap enough for us to be like yeah that's one of the best rappers of all time right and The reason that I was able to come to that conclusion was because of Andre 3000 and how folks like to fucking leave him off the list like dumbasses. But like, this nigga this nigga rapped the whole time. Like, he rapped except for like the Love Below, he did some singing shit. This nigga got plenty rapping all Mm -hmm. throughout his career. Like, everywhere. Like, all over the place. And people are quick to say, like, "No, you can't put Andre into like the top five. You gotta put him with Outkast. They in a different fucking category. Whatever. But it's like niggas want to throw Drake in there because he's presented as a rapper and he has like this fucking mega sales stats. And it's like, where else do we put him? Put him somewhere the fuck else. Nigga, put him with like a pop star, put him, put him with those kind of people. Yeah. I'm entertainers. Cause I think of him and Kanye the same way. Like mm-hmm. neither one of them niggas raps enough for me to be like, yeah, that nigga's like one of the best ever. Like I don't think of Drake is one of the best ever rappers And one of the things I did listening to his album when I came to that, like, uh, epiphany was, like, I went back and listened to J. Cole's album. And then I went back and listened to Tyler, the Creator's album. Because both of those albums from this year are some niggas who are rapping their asses Mm -hmm. off. Like, they going in like, nigga, I'm here to fucking cut niggas' heads off, and that is it. Like, I ain't trying to do all this extra shit. I'm just here to rap your ass to death until Mm -hmm. you get mad and want to change the song type of shit. Like (laughs) listening to Drake's album, it's like three or four songs on there where he like for real trying to say anything, focused Mm -hmm. at all, talking about something at all. (laughs) Like it's mostly just mood, vibe music. That's it. He just here to entertain you and that's it. He's not really here to do much else. He like the, the, like at the beginning of hip hop's origin story where you have the DJ and then you got, the rapper who's just kind of like moving the crowd, like that's all he doing. Yeah, he ain't wonderful. he ain't rapping. He hasn't discovered the niggas are <laughs> listening to his words yet. <laughs> like he just trying to make sure everybody get through to his music. That's yeah. it.
1: That's funny. Steve,
3: Steve is, is
1: enjoying. Oh that. <laughs>
2: this
1: this is my
0: point the entire time oh my god this just feels so good for somebody to finally see what I'm saying this is what I've been saying for so long oh my god it feels so good I just feel like I <laughs> exhale like That's I don't funny. think you understand this has been my point for so long that like people want to put Drake in here so bad and it's like I'm like, no. No, he, he really isn't. Um, I wanted to, before I really go into this, another record that I wanted to, because uh, uh, Jay was bringing up how you kind of notice where, where, where um, Drake starts to rap. I think it's 6 p.m. in New York, the one where he's spitting and he's like flying over in Chattanooga. Going, That's it. 7 a.m. in Bridal is the exact same song. Yeah, Remorse, Zach same song. Like, and like when he raps, he can he can get to it. But what G just said is what I've been trying to tell people for so long. Like, okay, he's cool, but y'all talking about, it, he's the GOAT, he's one of the greatest rappers in the game. I'm like, pump your brakes. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not like he, and it's a place for his music, right?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, like, way too sexy. It's just a fun record. That's what, you know, for the club when you see it in the atmosphere. So it's a place for it. Not necessarily the best record at all. But it, I can see it's a place for it, right? Yeah. That's what I see with Drake. It's a place for him, his music. But putting him on this pedestal of being this great and amazing, I'm like, hold up, we gotta pump our brakes because he's not that. He's not. Always, I, I, I said this the other day, and I said, okay, we shouldn't compare Jay and Drake. But when you call Jay Z the goat, and you see what he does, let's go back. To, go back to watch the throne. When you see what he does and the growth and Just this superior rapping anomaly that he does. You're like, yes, I can solidify that. Andre 3000. Andre doesn't have that many records, but we know without a shadow of a doubt, he will cut you in half. Easy. We all know this. Like, it's easy. With Drake, it's like, at some point, you realize, like, what is he talking about? Like, this is cool. Well, well, was the substance? And and, and I think the reason why my favorite record's from Drake, which is uh, Look What You Done and uh, Look What You Done and Is It What You Made Me? What You Made Me. Mm -hmm. The two records where he gets so personal and -hmm. you can actually hear him really giving you some substance and really spitting. I love them are my favorite two records, but he hasn't been, he can't do that consistently.
2: Yeah. You haven't
0: heard those two, like, records, when the last time you heard those, you know, him make those records? And I think with me, I got bored with Drake because just like we said, like, Way Too Sexy is, like G said, sounds like a throwaway from, you know, uh, What a Time to Be Alive.
2: Yeah,
0: um, like we just said, we just brought it up. 7 a.m. in Bridal Town, 6 p.m. in New York. Champagne, poetry, the remorse, the same records. Yeah. Uh, Hotline Bling. Uh, the other one that I like. uh, Shoot, the other Islandly songs. They're the same songs, and I respect it because what he was smart enough to like. All right, these are the songs that work. I'm just gonna keep making these and make my money. Fine. Yeah. But we, but just like G just pointed out, there's no. I just ain't seen growth from him. We can't. We just can't put him. We can't force him into that spot. And I know people want to because mm-hmm. he's the poster boy of hip hop. He looks good. He can go places. He doesn't get in trouble. Blah blah blah. But no, nah, man. <laughs>
3: No, 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 not at all.
0: No,
3: (laughs) one hundred percent agree, man. And it makes me think of that conversation we had where we were talking about like, does Drake have another level that he can go to? And obviously not. (laughs) Like, I think we was right. I think think this nigga is coasting. This nigga is not trying to level up. He coasting like a junt right now.
0: (laughs) Yes, because we can we can see the level up of J Cole. Yeah like it's freaking amazing when you figure out where he goes to when he hits force, you know, the he Hill Drive uh, album, and then after that of where he is now. Yeah. Um, same with Kendrick. Even though Kendrick is, is really only gave us kind of five, well, four and a half projects we would say it we're counting Section 80, but you can see the growth of him to get to damn. Uh, even with um, The Pimple Butterfly. Um, with Kanye, we can see the growth. Um, mm-hmm. We see where you know, the college dropout series, I would say from college dropout, late registration to uh, graduation. And then you see him, you know, go to Edo and Heartbreaks, My Dark Twisted Fantasy. You take those, put those to the side. That's another growth of Kanye. Then you hear him on Watch the Throne and what he does on that is like, oh, ah, like what in the world is like... This man is on, like, ridiculous, not to mention that Jay's there too, but that's like a one-off because you have Jay and Kanye, so we gotta be careful when counting that mm-hmm. one. But then you get to everything after that with Life of Pablo and now to where uh, Kanye is. And of course, like Jay said, newer Kanye isn't really the rapid rap like we would want him. Mm-hmm. But we've seen the progression in the past. It's like with Drake. After uh after take care, it stops.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's the same records over and over and over again. And they're fun. And mm-hmm. I think G said the perfect word. They're safe. And it's making him plenty of cash you know, plenty of money. But and, and people, you know, they're getting what they're gonna get from. Them. They're gonna enjoy, it, right? Like people, I I want Drake to give me this music, Drake's like, okay, here. If you want me to keep selling you pepperoni pizzas, I'm going to keep selling you pepperoni
2: pizzas.
0: (laughs) And it's like, okay. And then you get someone like us who want to go to different places experiencing different levels, see someone grow, like, yeah, the pepperoni pizza is nice. Um, But can you make me a supreme one this time? And it's like, "Um, I could, but my pepperoni pizzas are amazing. Yeah. Don't you want to keep eating my pepperoni pizza? Yeah, but I'm I'm kind of tired of it. Right?
3: <laughs>
0: can I get the the one with the, you know, can I get the uh Can I get the uh spicy barbecue pizza this time? I can do that for you. Well, actually I don't have ingredients. But but this pepperoni pizza, let me add a little <laughs> bit of uh cayenne pepper to it. Yeah. And I'll put some chicken on it. This should be good, right? And you're like, no, <laughs> I don't want that anymore. But you got some people who will consistently go back and they love it and, and it works. And I get it, but no, nah. no, nah, mm. I'm bored, man. I'm not going back to that restaurant anymore mm. until I, I want some pepperoni pizza. Mm. And you know, I know it's good. So that, that's just. Yes. Geez, oh man, it just makes me feel so good, man. <laughs> that somebody <laughs> finally sees what I've been trying to say.
1: That's fine. Oh man.
0: Oh, that feels amazing. Glad you got
1: it off
0: your
2: chest, <laughs> 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 Steve. Steve a
1: moment, man. <laughs> I knew that
3: shit was gonna hit with Steve. I did. I was like, Steve been trying to tell us this shit for a while. Yeah. And I haven't I didn't see it that way yet, but like, yeah. listening to this album definitely did give me an opportunity to appreciate that angle a little yeah. bit more. It's like, I, I I, could kind of feel in my spirit, like, bro, Steve is owning something. I don't know how to put <laughs> it in the words I want to put it in, but he's owning something. Like, he planted the fucking seed. Yeah. And then the album came, and then the seed grew. And yeah. then I was like,
2: nigga, that's nigga, shit. that's ah. that shit. Right
3: there. Yeah, that's man. What he's doing. Yes, man. Yeah. I think, uh, no, I, I I get what
1: y'all saying, man, about Drake. No, I never thought Drake would go down as the greatest rapper of all time because, like you said, he doesn't rap enough. I can't stand the singing Drake, um, but it's marketable. Yeah, and like you said, Steve, it's it's about the money. at the At the end of the day, it's about the money. How can I sell records? Because you think about it, this album here broke Spotify's streaming record, broke uh, uh, Apple's streaming record. Um, It's projected to break, um, um, what's her name, Taylor Swift's record or something like that. Um, It's going to do numbers because Mm -hmm. of the tier of artists Drake has become. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is for Drake. Drake could care less if, you know, if you like his singing or if you don't. But the thing about it is, is he's going to move some numbers. He's going to make some numbers and, you know, he's going to make some money. So, um, now I don't think as far as like artists are concerned, I think he's probably going to go down as one of the greatest artists to, to be, you know, I don't think he's going to top Beyonce, you know, or anybody like that. But that's the, that's his real competition. It just his his uh, his tools that he used happens to be rap and singing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about Drake. It's I'm going to be one of the greatest artists, but my tools are rapping and singing. Same thing with Nicki Minaj. I mean, she could have like she could have been one of the greatest rappers, male or female, but it was a distinction between mixtape and feature Nicky and album Nicky. Mm-hmm. You got two totally different, two totally different artists from those uh three categories. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's that same type of,
3: you know, competition. So quick, quick question right quick. Yeah. So do you think that like um that it's, it's harder to I guess advance the craft of rapping in The album format or the album medium, if you're gonna use art as the uh, analogy here, because it seems like with like the mixtape format, or even when you think about like the off season, it's kind of like a mixtape format. Uh, You're really just there for one thing. Like I'm here to rap. That's it. Like I don't have to worry about the other stuff.
1: I think it. It uh, at one point it was. I think now it's changing. Mm-hmm. I think when uh I wanna say when when was uh mixtape because Wayne didn't invent it, but when Wayne was out here doing all these mixtapes mm-hmm. and then he come out with the album, we'd be like, Man, but the mixtape was a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that is what started to make the change. People start paying attention to, oh, okay, I can put I can say and do whatever I want to out on this mixtape. Mm-hmm. You know, but for my album, I got to do something else. Now it's, I can just put this out. You know what I'm saying? Because of streaming, I can just put this out. And this, you know, can be considered an album. Mm. Can be considered whatever it is. And I can say whatever I want to. And the label's going to back it anyway. Because this is what's going to put people in seats. This is what's going to bring the money. Mm. You know, so I think that's where the change came. But I also think, the recipe for the tier of artists you want to be is, is also you have to have a limit. You know what I'm saying? I think Drake uh, tapped into something that he saw was a was an avenue for him. Right. Like sing and rap. Because like he's not going to go down as one of the uh, greatest rappers, but he will be on a rap list. You know what I'm saying? Because he at the end of the day, he's still a good rapper. Yeah, the like, nigga's not trash. The, the, the he's, nigga. he's a nice rapper. Imagination, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like he can sing and rap, and he can put the song together to make it a, a single because we know way too sexy is the single for the mm-hmm. album. They a video for that. Yeah, shit. so we know that's the single <laughs> for the album, but it's it's like now we've gotten to a point to where that's what makes up his artistry. That's that's what you're getting when you come to Drake. You're getting this artistry. This is his art. Like how uh and I hate that I do the the comparison in my mind now that we, you know, we know that those two out these two albums shouldn't be compared. But when it comes to Kanye, this Donda album was a uh Steve said it perfectly, was a uh painting, a human, what you call it, a human painting or something like that. Yeah, I I said it when I put everything together
0: as far as the uh, listening parties and mm. the album, I viewed it as pretty much
1: the creation of a live painting. Live like, painting, yeah. Mm. yeah. And for, for that, it's, it's like his artistry is what he's presenting to you. It's mm. not I'm trying so, to be a lyrical rapper I'm trying yeah. to do this or I'm trying to... No, it's a, it's an art that he's bringing to you. I fuck and you can like with. it or you you can hate it, but this is what I got. This is what I'm presenting. And because it's Kanye mm-hmm. and the tier of artists that he is, we're gonna listen to it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's yeah. what that's what I'm getting from from Drake. And that's why I'm starting to understand a little bit more of the artists that we're we're getting. Now we can get into the lyrical artists, the uh the lyrical miracles and the, the snappers. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different tier. Yeah. And also, it's a different artist. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. No, that's no. That's my can, response that to what you're saying. Fucking
3: well, bro. You did that. Thank
1: very you, very man. Well, thank you. Um, it that, made me. That, that think didn't
2: bad. happen often. <laughs> nigga, don't
3: nigga, be sleeping on yourself, bro. You
2: got. Bro, to I sleep don't sleep day, on myself. Here. Y'all do. I don't <laughs>
1: sleep on you neither, bro.
3: You did that shit well. Um, because it made me think. Because when you said like the the highlight when you highlighted that Drake, um. I'm going I'm to keep using this this idea of mediums because, like, people use paint. Some people use colored pencils, whatever the fuck. And so, like, when it comes to creating his art, for Drake, what you have come to expect is that he's going to rap, he's going to sing, and then he's going to bring you, like, a very contemporary sound. Like, those are his fucking... yeah. That's what he uses to make his art. It's like, I'm about yeah. to make something, and this is what I'm going to use to do that shit. And then you got Kanye, like you said. He raps, he sings... He's also a fucking producer. Mm-hmm. And then also he, he does like big live show events. Yeah. And also he does clothing as well. So he got all these different tools that he's using as well. These different mm-hmm. mediums that he uses to make his art. And so like his art includes, it seems like more yeah. than what Drake's art includes. Yeah. And so it's a different type of fucking art. And then like you mm-hmm. said, you got the lyrical miracle niggas like their art is literally words yeah. it's just I'm gonna use the best words to say what I feel I'm gonna use words and the way that I deliver those words mm-hmm. to like make you feel something based on what I created mm-hmm. um yeah I, I absolutely I like that shit a lot. I like making those distinctions I'm gonna yeah. have to start doing that for like all the artists I listen to and shit and yeah. just be like what is it that you actually using to make your fucking picture what's your tooth? what's your paintbrush yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's your paintbrush?
1: Um. Overall, let's let's go ahead and get this. Uh, bring this to a close, man. Overall, you guys, what's your uh liking the album? Dislike the album? What you got? Real quick.
2: Cool. I like it. I okay. like it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm in the middle. In the
2: I'm middle.
0: middle. Um, I I don't dislike it uh but I'm, a, not, but I'm not there as, as that's impressive as swing like if if i could measure it on a five point scale i put it at uh i put it at a three it's it's above the halfway point for me yeah mm-hmm. um but i it's it's not a five you yeah. know it's not but it's not a two and a half either mm-hmm. like it's you know it is little above average
3: yeah, yeah, I probably would give it a three and a half. I'm like a yeah. little bit further than you. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the album, man. Um, I know
1: I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed listening to it. Um, you know, it got some that you can kind of dance to and stuff and stuff like that. So um, it's definitely not one that like I would compare to like J. Cole's album. It's not gonna win album of the year to me. Um I think Nas album was a little bit better than than this one, you know, but I still think it's a solid, good, solid album, something nice to listen to um, while we wait on the next greatest album to come. So, um, with that being said, man, I don't have anything else to say. Um, if you guys are good, we can go ahead and get on out of here. Um, Yeah. Drake's album, Certified Level Boy. Solid album, go check it out if you haven't already. And uh, yeah, Greg joined us this week. We may not see him next week, but he's here today.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Making the most of it. Making the most of
1: it, enjoying it. Uh, You know, Zoe's birthday is on the 6th, so everybody tell her happy birthday. Um, Yeah, man, that's all I got, man, so. Once again, thank you for listening to another episode of the Speaking Geekers podcast. If you haven't already, like Steve said earlier, go subscribe to the podcast either on YouTube if you're looking, um, on wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, I like to listen to Spotify, Google, um, Apple, Deezer, wherever you listen, YouTube. Go check it out. Go subscribe so you know when we're dropping anything. Um, Also, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Giggers Podcast. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the Third. You got Greg at Instantly underscore G, and you got Steve at the Great Steve O Steve. Um, yeah, man.
3: If you you guys got anything? Yeah, man. I uh I changed my fucking handle Did on you? Instagram, bro. It's oh, not, it's what is it? What is G it? I anymore. didn't get the new one. I just played off my last name. So it's Barry Made of Wood. <laughs> so it's <laughs> so my thing. Follow man. Greg at Barry Made of Wood.
1: There you go. I like that. Yeah, that's funny, man. <laughs> See, you got anything?
0: Nah,
1: I hope I. What? I guess I surprised a couple of people. Yeah. But, yeah. Nah. Have a great week, everybody. Oh, yeah. Have a great week. Happy Labor Day and all those good things, man. And with that being said, I'm out. Peace.
3: Peace out. Peace.